Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, in his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and thanks always to my engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by my friend Jeff Martin from Collective Genius. Collective Genius really works on building high-performance teams for venture-backed growth companies and also working with the venture capital firms that invest in them. And what I really like about what Jeff does is he's got a, a service called Peak Planning. And at this time of year, as people are starting to look into the fourth quarter and then planning for their 2020 year, he helps lead a facilitated leadership team session and the tools that he provides that really help them to get aligned and accountable and putting that three-year vision, one-year plan, and quarterly uh, OKRs or performance goals in place and the tools to track that. And I think this is the time of year that uh, many executives are thinking about how to get better in 2020. And so if you are listening and are interested in learning more about peak planning, let me know. Happy to introduce you to Jeff. Now onto the show. I'm super excited to have my friend Richard Sudek here today. And before we get to hear his uh, really interesting and amazing story and, and certainly words of wisdom, let me tell you a little bit about Richard. He's currently the chief innovation officer, and I think the first one ever in uh, UC Irvine's history, and certainly probably even in all of the University of California system. And he's also the executive director of UCI Applied Innovation. And over the last five years that he's been there, he's really established them as the center, as I think about it, of the innovation ecosystem here in Orange County. And he's connected UCI to the community in uh, what he calls an innovation district. And I, I really like that term. And he's greatly accelerated UC Irvine's efforts in both commercializing its own research and intellectual property. And, and I would say he's really created an entrepreneurial energy and activity at the school um, I'll, I'll ask him, but I think it's at an all-time high, and uh, I think he has really had a, a strong leadership role in bringing that um, from what, you know, I'll, I'll t own that I felt like was a somewhat sleepy university when I got here 15 years ago. Uh, and he's also teaching entrepreneurship at UCI, so um, the students get the benefit of, of learning from him hands-on as well. Um, prior to UC Irvine, he was actually across town at Chapman University, across the county, I guess. Uh, and he was both a professor of entrepreneurship and director of their entrepreneur center. And before that, and I want to dig into this a little bit with him, he got a master's and a PhD in management from Claremont University. He's also formerly the chairman of Tech Coast Angels here. He's made a bunch of angel investments. And before all that, he was a successful entrepreneur as CEO of a company called Nadek Computer Systems. So he's had a really interesting career, gone from being the practitioner to working with other entrepreneurs to now teaching and really leading a uh, university's efforts. He's really a, an example of what I would call a key stimulator of the innovation activity here in Orange County. Richard, so great to have you here. 
I'm so glad to be here, and I appreciate everything you're doing for the entrepreneurial ecosystem, not only this show, but I'm familiar with other activities that you're working on to really help connect entrepreneurs and stimulate entrepreneurship in Orange County. So thank you for what you're doing. Well, I, uh, you know, I think it, it, all I can do is do a little bit, lead by example, and, and I appreciate and definitely draw inspiration from folks like you that are doing this uh, day in and day out. So let's get to the starting line. Introduce the audience. I, th I think the, the term applied innovation and, and the Cove are known somewhat in the community, but there's always good room for clarification. So how did it get started and you know where are you today? So it, it got started a little over five years ago where the leadership of the school and, and really Don Beal, who was uh, ex-CEO of Rockwell, mm -hmm. was pushing uh, leadership and what we can do at UCI to stimulate entrepreneurship and stimulate more translation of the research off the campus mm -hmm. uh, into the business mm -hmm. world. And so they decided to form this institute about five years ago, and, and they they recruited me for this. Initially, I said I wasn't interested because uh, anything over 100 people is the federal government to me as a, <laughs> as a bootstrap entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were convincing. Uh, Howard Gilman, who's, uh, who was provost but chancellor now, and mm -hmm. Don Beal were very convincing that they would allow me to build something for the community. And that's really the only reason that I left what I was doing, because I enjoyed, enjoyed Chapman and enjoyed teaching there, et cetera. But really being given the resources and the opportunity to do something significant in the community, uh, I could not pass up. Sure. Uh, when I sold my company back in 99, my personal mission shifted to give back. Mm -hmm. And I thought of doing that through teaching and being involved with student entrepreneurs. But I realized that maybe uh, something bigger for me to do would be build something for the community. And that's really the root of uh, Beale Applied Innovation. So mm -hmm. our, our vision is to help make Orange County globally recognized. And what's important about that, globally recognized for scalable innovation, mm -hmm. what's important about that is most universities set this up focused inside or internally. This is actually built for the community first. So we are really trying to create a center of gravity for entrepreneurship in Orange County, stimulate entrepreneurship in Orange County, connect entrepreneurs to investors, et cetera. So although we do a lot of things for the campus and, and, and for the students and faculty, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those things relate to entrepreneurship, but also translation and tech transfer and those kind of things, what we really want to do is just is stimulate and, and really inject a lot more energy into this ecosystem here. That's great. And, and so needed, uh, as uh, I think we all are, are really starting to see the, the benefits of this in the events and the uh, relationships that are getting formed and the momentum that just seems to be building, although I think capital is still a part, and, and we'll talk a little bit maybe more about that. But share what are some of the, the metrics of activity and progress that you've seen there in the recent years? So we started five years ago with 1,500 square feet. We're, we're currently in 46,000 square feet, and we're moving to 100,000 square feet in uh, November. Uh, and that really will be a showcase for mm -hmm. entrepreneurship here in Orange County. Um, to give you some numbers, we had over 50,000 people through the building last year and over 90% of those non-UCI. So again, the mm -hmm. focus is, mm -hmm. is to create a center of gravity here in Orange County. 
Um, we had over 600 events. We have multiple angel groups and venture capital firms that are are in the building. Um, one of the one of the models we decided to pursue was to actually bring the ecosystem inside the building. So we have different industry associations, different investor groups, angel groups, and VC groups, and other organizations that are key to helping build and accelerate the ecosystem. So um, the idea is to have a really a, a first class place for events and have events that are for mostly focused on entrepreneurs. There are events uh, for investors and, and others in the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. But again, the idea is, is for a center of gravity. As you know, Orange County is made up of 34 cities, mm -hmm. and there's really no center right. like, like there is downtown San Francisco in the Bay Area, et cetera. And so what we're trying to create is, is that center of gravity. That's awesome. Well, certainly moving from 1,500 to 100,000 square feet starts to create a little bit more of a center. So as you think about that new facility, which is right over by UC Irvine and University Research Park down the street from where you are today, what's so unique or, or I guess give, give us a sense of what is going to comprise that 100,000 square feet roughly? Because that, that's a lot of space. There aren't many companies here in Orange County with that much space. So um, as a typical entrepreneur, I sort of built the plane while we were flying. Mm -hmm. And as we built our, our, our initial facility, we expanded outside the building. And now we're, we're moving to our own building, which is three stories. And so we have a better idea of what we need. And one of the things we did is we stepped up our event space. So mm -hmm. our current space holds about 200. Our new space will hold over 300. But it will wow. also have a much larger screening room for investors, breakout rooms that we can you know, change with accordion walls. So we can have many conferences there. Mm -hmm. It's really designed to handle much more flow of events. Um, we currently have 45 startups in the building. We think that will grow to over 100 here in, in the new building. Um, we have 17,000 square feet of wet labs that will be open to the public. Uh, the Bill Family Foundation set up a nonprofit to set up these wet labs. That's amazing. As you probably know, we have over 450 medical device companies in Orange County, but mm -hmm. no wet labs available to rent for entrepreneurs. And so that was one of the things that we wanted to solve for the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And so we think that's an important step, uh, at least for the life science startup sure. ecosystem. So as you talk about going from several dozen startups today to potentially up to 100, how do you think about applied innovation and, and UC Irvine as that producer of innovation jobs in, in the coming years? Certainly a, a key topic of discussion amongst many groups here is that Orange County is kind of on the verge of if we don't produce more innovation jobs that have this great multiplier effect. And, and my guest last week uh, and I talked about this, we, we have a path that's probably not so interesting ahead of us, um, but we've got all the pieces in place to seemingly do it. And obviously this is going to be a key driver of that. But you know, how do you think about how we can continue to to do that? So we've you know thought a lot about this and we're still working through how we describe this, but we're really we think this is part of the American dream mm -hmm. to build companies mm -hmm. and what we're calling the modern, the modern middle class. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, creating high paying jobs that provide opportunity and those are usually tech related, not sure. always, but certainly mm -hmm. we're creating a lot of tech jobs through the startups and through the translation uh, that's ha happening on campus. I mean, to give you an idea, UCI is about a, last year was a 440 
million dollar plus research budget. That's wow. that's the engine mm-hmm. that really creates the potential for the translation mm-hmm. out of of the labs. Um, and we've tracked over twenty five billion in investment and in acquisitions uh, at uh, for UCI connected startups. Wow. But we think and and. 38% of that in the last three years. So we think that vector is on a strong upward mm-hmm. trend. Mm-hmm. And so we think by translating more out, by helping facilitate more startups and accelerating those startups, we can create more what we call middle class, you know, high sure. tech or modern sure. middle class jobs that will allow really the middle class, because we're, we're creating a hollowing out of, of that here in Orange mm-hmm. County, where we have some that's very right. wealthy in, in Newport right. Coast and, yep. and a lot of service jobs. Um, but and that's we, the risk. That's the risk, and we we need to really focus on building that up and accelerating that. Um, and by more medical device companies moving in, that that's helping that that problem. Absolutely. By creating more startups, we think that will will help that problem. And, and as you know, the more startups that are successful, those exits create wealth for at least a, a portion of those employees that then start new companies and and it snowballs uh, to in in that direction so uh, we think that's really important for the community for the business community in general not just the startup community mm-hmm. are you seeing I, mean, I mentioned uh, earlier that I feel like the energy around UC Irvine uh, as a center of entrepreneurship is probably at an all-time high are you seeing in the student population are you seeing more of them? aspiring to be entrepreneurs as early as they possibly can as they think about a career path? So we do in a, in a number of different ways. So so first of all, our goal is to be the most entrepreneurial UC campus. Mm. We'd like to be That's the most great. entrepreneurial campus in California, period, mm-hmm. but certainly mm-hmm. in the UC system. Sure. Um, we're the first UC campus to have a master's in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. which is launching mm-hmm. uh, this year, this, right? yeah, yeah, this month, actually, later this month. Um, so that's at, that's at the graduate level. But we do have an entrepreneur center uh, on campus for, that's focused on the undergraduates. So we have certainly more energy and activity on the student base, but also the 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 faculty that the university is attracting are much more translational and much more entrepreneurial hmm. than in the past. And in fact, applied innovation is part of of the uh, interview recruitment oh, uh, process. Okay. Um, in fact, I just had a professor out uh, two weeks ago from Harvard, and he said, we don't have anything like this. So there's a lot of, uh, and we've had them from Stanford, et cetera, with similar types mm-hmm. of uh, feelings that what we built at Applied Innovation with all the resources and capital and connections is really an accelerator for those translations on campus off. But we're trying to really do that again for the campus and the community. Mm-hmm. That's great. Very, very cool. So let's uh, let's go under the hood a little bit. I, I you know I mentioned earlier that you were doing some work before UCI at Chapman. Before that, you were an entrepreneur. You talked about how you, you sort of had that success and and decided to to give back. But in between there, you went and went back to school yourself. What what really led you to to conclude that was a step you needed to take uh, between practitioner and um, because I, I don't view you, you know, I know you're you're uh, a great educator now, but I don't view you so much as that as I do this this practitioner who's in the, as you said, the, the giving back and sort of still entrepreneurial in how you think. So when I sold my company, I was an undergrad. I was I was basically a geek. I was a double E in computer science mm-hmm. uh, and started a computer company. And so I thought I, it would be interesting to go back and retool. Um, mm. I sold the company at 42 and thought I could semi-retire, which I was wrong. 
Um, but as I was retooling, I was trying to say, well, what's the next thing to do? And I realized that although I'd been involved in nonprofits like Big Brothers and other <laughs> organizations, <laughs> I was interested in doing that. But I wanted to do something specifically in the entrepreneur world. And as I went back, I went back for an MBA initially and then <laughs> just kept going, realized <laughs> that maybe teaching entrepreneurship and working with student entrepreneurs would be rewarding. And it was. <laughs> so it, it, it really came back to this point of, you know, I, I learned a lot of the business things the hard way, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, in fact, I did a TEDx talk on failure because I'm an expert in failure. I, <laughs> I, I use credit cards to make payroll. Mm-hmm. Um, I hired too quickly. I fired too slowly. I did all those, made all those mistakes because I never had a business class. And, I, there. and there were no entrepreneurial classes when I went to school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had to figure that out. I really wanted to help young entrepreneurs not keep making the same mistakes that mm. most of us do. Not that they're mm. we're not trying to avoid mistakes, sure. but but the ones we that every entrepreneur makes over and over. Maybe That's we right. could help them avoid some of those and and you know work on new mistakes, yeah, absolutely, right? and new experiments and that type of thing. So I was just really interested in trying to help those who would be starting because I you know I felt. It's pretty a lonely job when you start a company. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and fortunately, I had some mentors that, that really helped me. And so the idea was to build this ecosystem and these mentors and all these resources so that, that the younger entrepreneurs, really any age, but sure. certainly the younger ones, would have, would have resources to get help for. Yeah, that's, that's huge. And a, a big part of the work that I tend to do when I'm not on here um, is trying to share all those mistakes, all those failures with others to hope they don't repeat them or help people try not to have to reinvent the wheel. Because it's, I think, at least what I've seen from all the companies that I've been a part of is there are usually only a handful of decisions that really matter right. in driving the true value forward uh, and this or the success of the business. And there are a bunch of decisions that have to be made but the ones that matter are the ones that really need to be focused on. And so how to help people distinguish between those is, is pretty important. And I'm sure part of what you teach in your, your class. So, but I think you've hit on something. You, know, you have really focused on paying it forward. Mm-hmm. And I think in Orange County, in the past, we've been more transactional yes. than pay it forward. Absolutely. And that's one of the missing ingredients uh, that that Orange County or Southern California has had, at least in the past. I'm yes. not saying so much uh, anymore. But research shows that entrepreneurs are very likely to give back and mentor, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. However, in Orange County, we haven't had sort of the organizations for that to mechanize that in, in an orderly way. And so I would encourage all entrepreneurs to help pay it forward and get involved mm-hmm. with with what you're doing with applied innovation, with uh, the other organizations and activities around that, because that really is one of the most important things we can do to accelerate uh, this ecosystem in mind. That's right. That's right. And Orange County isn't in any way, shape, or form really what it was 30, 40 years ago, right? I mean, you have such different diversity of the population. You've had you know significant amounts of uh, immigration and growth. And I, I call it this mesh that we have to keep investing in between all these different industries that are here, which is actually a strength in that we have such diversity all these different experts globally in their various fields, and then these socioeconomic or other age even strata that we need to better interweave together. And so to me, paying it forward is about, in many cases, just being open-minded to the ideas could come from anywhere for innovation. And we need to 
have a big tent that's super inclusive and just keep encouraging more and more people to come in underneath it and Absolutely. give them the benefit of the doubt or something. And that's yeah. one of the significant advantages we actually have over the Valley mm-hmm. is the Valley has done a horrible that's job right. investing in women and minorities. Yes. And although real estate is expensive in Orange County, it's still much cheaper right. than the Valley. And and it's a much better place, quite frankly, to raise a family. Yes. Once, one, one because of cost, but also environment and, and, and other yes. things, quality of life. And I really think that's an advantage we have because mm-hmm. we have a pretty diverse a population. If we look at Southern California, that's especially, right. certainly Orange County, but, but from the entertainment industry to aerospace, to fintech, to cyber, mm-hmm. to gaming, right. to medical devices, mm-hmm. et cetera. We have a diversity of technologies here, but we also have a pretty diverse population. And I think that is the next generation of For entrepreneurship sure. and that we're well poised to take advantage of that. Although we still have a lot of work to do, but we do have what I would consider the sort of foundational ingredients to building an incredible ecosystem here in Southern California in general. Absolutely. Uh, and and I, I really look at Southern California, I'm focused on Orange County, but, mm-hmm. but rather than look at LA and San Diego as competitors, we need to look at this as a massive, robust ecosystem. Yes. And, and I'm, what I'm interested in is entrepreneurs that stay in Southern California. I don't want them to go up to the Valley, but I'd much rather have them go to LA and San Diego than go to the Valley, because they'll, they'll sort of recycle around sure. here. So the more we connect actually those ecosystems systems to what we're doing, and we're in the center of it all here in Orange <laughs> County, I think is an advantage because we have those ecosystems on each side of us, which other areas don't have that robust of an ecosystem next to them. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And, and I think uh, one of the, the best stories I've heard, um, one of the early guests on my show, um, when he recruits talent from outside the area, they'll literally drive them around Orange County and say, what kind of life do you want? Because you can have any type of life here that you could possibly want. Is it coastal? Is it somewhat urban? Um, what What's the sort of lifestyle you're, you're thinking about? And I think that diversity as well is really compelling for how we can continue to keep. And, and most of us, as you get here for a while, you get comfortable and you go, hey, this is... It's a great place to live, but you don't appreciate just yeah. how amazing it is. It's really one of the few places where you can surf in the morning, That's right. go work at SpaceX or at Blizzard in gaming, and then ski on the weekends right. here a couple hours away. And that quality of life will win out eventually. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I totally agree. So you, you talked a little bit about you know getting people to uh, feel like they should be paying it forward. And, and I think paying it forward as they're going, as opposed to thinking, I'm going to do this one thing and it's more sure. of a serial. And that's a big thing that I believe in. But, you know, I came here, I have a degree from another UC school, but saw UC Irvine right here in my backyard and said, hey, I want to figure out how I can get involved. For those of us that don't have those clear ties to UCI, how do you encourage others in the community to really get involved with applied innovation or even with UCI? So one thing was, at first, I'd, I'd get on our mail list. So mm-hmm. so go to innovation.uci.edu, and on, on our webpage, there, there's a link to, to mm-hmm. sign up and to start to understand some of the events. Um, and we have from what I would consider serious events to not as serious events, but all designed to create collisions between entrepreneurs and investors. One of my favorite words. And, uh, and so we have planned collisions and unintended collisions. But, for instance, we have what's called Startup Scrimmage, which is Monday Night Football once a mm-hmm. month, which is open to the public. Uh, two entrepreneurs pitch at halftime, and we always make it at least one community, if not two, but 
it one community, sometimes one UCI. We've had investors actually write checks based on those pitches. Mm -hmm. So it's one other avenue to connect entrepreneurs, successful and you know young and new, et cetera, uh, and investors. And there's a lot of other events that, that we have. You know, join Tech Coast Angels, join one of the angel groups. We have uh, we have seed funds at, at the Cove that focus on investing in Orange County and Southern California, not on UCI startups. So there's a lot of there's a lot of avenues if you're an investor to get involved. There's a lot of events to to come attend. Uh, that you can get connected to entrepreneurs. We also have an SBDC, which I want to mention, mm, which is funded by the SBA. And these are successful business people who are also investors who provide free consulting to entrepreneurs in the community. In fact, they've booked over 1,200 hours the first six months of this calendar year hmm. uh, and, and had about $100 million economic impact. And so that's that's available open to any entrepreneur in the community. It's funded by the SBA, partly by the SBA hmm. and, the, and the state of California. But we have lots of things to, to help you, whether you're an entrepreneur or, or connect you if you're an investor. That's great. So... As you think about you know you you've been at UCI now for five years you you were at Chapman previously and you know I talk about this mesh that I think we need to continue to to build in what uh, do you feel like now with applied innovation anything you see as a gap in the community you can largely fill or are there other things that you think should be forming here that we should be trying to call people to to go put together to just keep building all the building blocks that we need. So I, I think we're in the very beginning. Yes. So so we're happy and proud of some things that sure. we've done, but we're at the very beginning steps of really building out an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I'm working on now is lifting up a life science early stage fund mm -hmm. so that the life science entrepreneurs can get funded by mm -hmm. that early stage money. Mm -hmm. um, we have over 100 VC partners now that Luis uh, Vasquez mm -hmm. uh, manages, and Luis is here to make connections between entrepreneurs and any VC. We take no fees, no mm -hmm. equity, no stock. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are building some of those mechanisms to connect capital. Um, because that usually is the biggest black box for a young entrepreneur, at least, is how to connect. So we have seed funds, angel groups. I have a syndication of 50 angel groups, uh, and, and those entrepreneurs come once a month, and we stream at it across the country. So we, that fills the gap round mm -hmm. between the angel mm -hmm. and the A round. Um, so, so we focused a lot on the capital. We focused on the, on the wet labs for the life science entrepreneurs. But we simply need to bring more capital into Orange County. Yes. We need to have more events to connect um, successful entrepreneurs. And as you said, ones that are on the way up, they don't have to have an exit to be successful. They, that's right. They're maybe not in the beginning one or two years. Yeah. but If they're making payroll, that's a, that's a great payroll, first step. And yeah. they have payroll. <laughs> that's, a, that's a step for them that's to get right. involved and help the younger entrepreneurs. And we find a lot of entrepreneurs work with each other. It's not mm -hmm. that you need to have the older successful that's ones, right. but we want a mix of young and old, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, so get, but get back to your question. I just, there's a, there's a lot of things that we need to do. Sure. Um, so one of the things is raise the profile of Orange County. And one of our goals was to be internationally recognized. Mm -hmm. And the UN has visited us and what we're doing. The Netherlands opened up an office at the Cove a couple months ago mm -hmm. um, to have a soft landing spot for startups out of the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. We're talking to Korea and Japan and UK and Ireland and Canada and others. And so the more that we can raise the profile of Orange County and Southern California, the better off we are. Um, the Irvine Company is working on a number of initiatives. The CEO Leadership Alliance mm -hmm. is working on that. Mm -hmm. uh, the Alliance for the Innovation 
Information Alliance, uh, which Andy Wilson is leading, is, is really doing that for Southern California. Also, yeah, yeah. So we just need all these things working together. They're additive. You know, sometimes people get concerned there's some crossover. We need to be supporting all these different organizations and just building out the pie, you know, making the pie bigger. That's right. Uh, and so I, I'm a little overwhelmed by your question because I could come up with a hundred sure, things we sure. need to do. Mm-hmm. But I think if we focus on connecting entrepreneurs and connecting them to investors and bringing more capital in and then promoting Orange County in general, I think those those particular items would really be helpful. Not that there aren't a number of others sure. behind that. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's a great – I think that's a great – uh, a great way to think about it. So as you as you think about that connecting entrepreneurs with the capital, I know you, you guys have done a great job of really pulling a lot of the investor investors here that are here in Orange County into places like the Seed Fund at the Cove. How are you, are you seeing resonance with people in understanding if they invest in companies here and those companies are successful that there is that loop? Of reinvestment, and that's that's really what other really strong innovation ecosystems have perfected, or or at least done well, is they've created that closed loop fly, of flywheel, flywheel, effect, and yeah. that seems to be one of the biggest uh, gaps right now is that flywheel. And you know, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I've met either have thought the pie was going to be too small, so they haven't shared the equity, or they fought so hard to get capital that they are thinking smaller than they originally did with their vision and that there is a reverse negative flywheel from spending way too much time on the capital raising side of things. And so are people starting, do you feel like people are starting to understand that here? I think it is, you know, I raised the first cove fund, which was 5 million mm-hmm. um, about four years ago. And, and the first fund is always the hardest. Yes. Um, but I certainly had participation by, I'll say some wealthy in Newport coast who understood mm-hmm. that, that this was a way to stimulate startups and business here in Orange County, sure. and they understood the flywheel. Now, the second fund when we raised it, it was $14 million and maxed out at 99 mm-hmm. investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a, corp- a couple of corporations in that, et cetera. Um, so I think that's happening. But the other gap there is, one is money, but also is the education or the resources to train entrepreneurs to really understand what investors are looking that's for. Right. That's right. right. So th- th- that's that's one of the points of building this this platform, uh, uh, the Cove, uh, mm-hmm. to create connections, but also have events that help entrepreneurs learn what investors are really looking for. Um, so I, I'm sure you've run across entrepreneurs who thought they had a great idea, but they really weren't telling their story or sure. articulated their business model mm-hmm. in a way that made sense for, for it to gain traction with investors. Sure. And we still have a lot of work to, to do there. Um, you know, the Valley is just is just... Uh, overrun with every every coffee shop has mm-hmm. has angels and, and and VCs in it, et cetera. And so again, the point of the cove is to create that center of gravity to do more of that. So we have a lot more work to do there. Sure. I don't think we have entrepreneurs with with uh, you know less ideas here, but I, agree. I, I think we need to help them. Uh, and sort of educate or, or mentor them on on how to get there uh, as far as what investors want and, and what are looking for. We need more capital. We need more investors. I'm not saying that's that's not yes. an issue. But those two things need to work sort of in symphony together oh, sure. to to really spin that up and accelerate that, that capital issue. I, I also think that the really good ideas still get funded. 
So we see deals come through Tech Coast Angels and the Co Fund, and when they're hot, they get funded. Quickly. Oh, for sure. Right. So, right. so a really good deal is going to get funded. It's just the weaker deals need some help. Yeah, and often, I mean, my perspective is that being, especially at those early stages, being able to, like, you can you can probably pick the one percent, but there's there's another ten to twenty percent that are really hard to identify. And you know, part of what I believe is that. If my contribution to this, everybody has their various gifts and talents. If my contribution is just capital, I may be a little nervous that giving this person who's raw some capital and that's it, so that's all I can contribute, is pretty risky. But if if they feel like the pieces are in place of they're going to get mentorship, they're going to get guidance, they're going to be able to have a team that can help them execute on this with the capital – now I start to maybe think a little bit differently that the chance of success is probably higher. And that, that to me is what when the ecosystem is really working or the right. community is really working well together, people are bringing their unique gifts around this. And so, you know, my last question, because Paul, Paul's giving me the, the sign over here. You know, I talk a lot on here about if we're really as a community focused on helping Orange County raise its profile, have successes, then I look at it just in general and say, we should be unfairly advantaging entrepreneurs who are committed to starting it here, building it here, growing it here. How do you see applied innovation being part of that? Or how, how do we inspire more people to think in, let's create unfair advantage for these folks that are willing to really stick their neck out and, and go, which in some respects is capital, but it's also just the support. It's the time and and energy so, of, of a community around that. I think that's happening. I mean, but the problem is it's slow. So, you know, sure. someone like a Jeff Curl, sure. he had the, 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 the street cred with the VCs yes. to build it here and that's built right. it here, right? right? And Palmer yes. is doing the same thing on, on his new company. And so, unfortunately, it, it, it takes some time for those successful entrepreneurs mm-hmm. to either move back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some are able to stay. But the more that stay here, sure. the more that, that reinvest in Orange County or at least Southern California, the greater we can fix that problem. So I, I, I think what applied innovation can do is, is, is simply, you know, be the platform for connections. I mean, one of the things misunderstood about the Cove and applied innovation is we're not trying to provide all these services and do all these mm-hmm. things for the community. Mm-hmm. We do provide some services, but what we are is a platform for connections. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't incubate outside entrepreneurs, for instance. We have mm-hmm. outside incubators in our building. Sure. Uh, so the idea is to really be a platform for connections. So the, the quicker we can make the connection and yes. the more we can educate the entrepreneur and the more we can get the Jeff Curls and, and the Palmers to, to um, you know, start their next one here. Because yes. it's just, you know, Stance is creating will we'll create a number of millionaires sure. there, right? That's uh, right. Some, some percentage of that. In fact, I believe who would all have thought their... in socks and underwear that you could exactly. build such a great business. But so, amazing. But but what they've done is amazing. I take my class out there, and the culture that that John and Jeff have built are, are is really amazing, mm-hmm. and it, it, they really understand how to build that culture. And so we just we just need you know more employees to see that and then they will sure. they will step up hopefully the next time. So I don't have a quick answer for that. I think sure. there's a lot of hard work ahead of us in building this ecosystem mm-hmm. and making the connections and the six, more successful entrepreneurs need to step up and they need to mentor, they need to invest in funds, sure. uh, they need to be an angel, etc. Mm-hmm. so that that we can accelerate that process. Yeah, it really it goes that pay it forward, right? Exactly. It, it's the uh, maybe 
taking more of an abundance mindset and a benefit of the doubt. If you're if you're com- if you're as committed to Orange County as I am, then I want to help you, right? If if we can have more people that really orient that way, I think absolutely we'll, we'll see that. So, final lap here at Accelerate OC. I always ask my guests. You've shared a lot of wisdom and advice already, but I always want that parting word of advice or key lesson that you've learned that you want to share with other entrepreneurs here in Orange County. You've been a successful entrepreneur in many different facets now, especially with this amazing growth from 1,500 square feet to 100,000 square feet. And I'm so excited to get the tour of the new uh, Applied Innovation building here uh, in the next couple months. What's what's the thing you'd love to leave the audience with this morning? Well, I I guess I I would focus back to a TEDx talk I did on failure. Mm -hmm. So I think as an entrepreneur, you know, there's there's some myths with entrepreneurship. One is big risk takers. Actually, entrepreneurs are calculated risk That's takers, right. but they have a high tolerance for ambiguity. Mm-hmm. They don't know where where they're going to get payroll. That's right. <laughs> they don't know if the product's going to ship. Um, and really, embracing failure, and we all actually understand this as a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. But but behaviorally, we tend not to. Mm-hmm. And so. Look, you're, I failed over and over. Every entrepreneur that speaks in my class has to talk about at least two failures. Sure. So entrepreneurs, younger entrepreneurs, sometimes look at, at an older, more successful entrepreneur and think, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm never going to get there, mm-hmm. et cetera. And they need to understand that every successful entrepreneur, including a Jeff Curl, et cetera, has had plenty of failures along the way. And it's not if you fail. It's what you do when you fail. Mm-hmm. And, and second is is we tend to resist wanting to talk about that. We got to talk about that failure. We got to understand why it happened and, and just avoid it next time. That's right. And, and, and so, um, that's pretty simple and straightforward, but I really think this, this idea of experimenting and failing is just part of pivoting and growing. And, and, and with the cloud and other opportunities now we can pivot much like we, mm-hmm. we were, we were unable to in the, long right. ago, like that's in the late nineties, right. mm-hmm. we used to have to build, fa- uh, uh, server farms. <laughs> sure. Now we just turn on the cloud right. turn on processors. And so it really enables us to have small failures and learn mm-hmm. and, and get to the best customer solution as fast as possible. That's great. Well, Richard, thank you so much for taking us along on the, the ride today, sharing all your experiences and work, uh, in your career and, and at UC Irvine. Uh, and, and thanks also for leading by example in our community, showing up, serving others, being that platform to enable so much activity here as well. You're definitely doing your part to accelerate OC. Well, thank you for what you're doing. And I'm honored to be on the show. And I appreciate this show to help get more entrepreneurs connected. So thank you for everything you do for the ecosystem. Thanks. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's Accelerate OC together. 